0: This is Cody Allen's podcast. This is Cody Cast. Never Will is the brand new project from Ashley McBride, one of my favorite newcomers on the scene. Not only a great songwriter, the lyrics are so good in every song she writes, but I love her voice. It's got some grit to it, if you know what I'm saying. And she's on the line right now. Ashley McBride. Hello. Hey, Ashley. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm good. We just tried a new lash glue. (laughs) <laughs> and it almost burnt my eyeball out of my skull. But other than that, today's gonna breeze.
0: Wait, I don't know anything about lashes um, because I was born with amazing lashes, so I don't have to apply any more to my uh, my already existing eyelashes. But tell me, I, I see these on ladies all the time. This is this is how you do it. Is it there's glue involved? Huh? There is
1: glue involved.
0: Fun fact: not very many people uh, can glue their
1: own lashes on.
0: <laughs> but you you can.
1: Heck no. Huh? Dana does it, and, and I don't and I don't use lashes like daily, but we're, we're going to film something later um, today. And so for your eyes to exist at all, you have to have on fake lashes.
0: They get a pop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to, they won't show up on cameras or red carpets. No kidding. If you do not have fake lashes on. Yeah.
0: I love it. All right. Well, I'm glad I caught you in the moment. So uh, with the hot glue gun there in hand. Um, happy belated birthday. I think it was yesterday, right?
1: It was yesterday.
0: So you got a great video from fans to celebrate, right?
1: It. I did. I watched it first thing in the morning, and I sat there and cried because... I I know those people. I know those faces. And I usually see them so many times a year. And for them to be like, hang in there, I was just bawling. I was (laughs) in an oversized t-shirt, somebody else's sweatpants on my couch bawling.
0: (laughs) I Never Will is the album. The first track is Hang In There, Girl. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, Hang in there. We all kind of need that message. By the way, that song sort of reminded me of Girl Going Nowhere when I first heard it. It sort It was like part two almost. Um, Tell me about that tune.
1: It was written um, – I wish I could say it's like I completely fictionalized it, but I was driving down a two-lane here here in Tennessee, and I saw a young girl who was standing at the mailbox, and, I mean, she was there for a long time. I was, I was coming around the bend, and I had my eye on her for a minute, and the reason I couldn't take my eyes off of her is because she was kind of kicking at the rocks. Hmm. Like she was mad that, that she was standing on gravel and mad that the mailbox has been beat up so many times. Um And much like me, she was um, definitely dressed in hand-me-downs and just looked like she was fed up with living in the middle of nowhere. And I wanted the ability to tell her, you're going to look back in just a couple of years. You're going to look back on how you were raised and where you grew up, and you're going to look back on it so fondly, and you're going to miss it. Hmm. And also, I understand your frustration. And if you'll wait just a couple of years, you're going to be a big kid, and you can go do anything you want. And it would have been completely inappropriate to pull over and tell this into like perfect stranger uh, who's you know a teenager would be like, hi, uh, I'm you in the future. Um, it, so since I don't have the ability to be like, it's me from Quantum Leap. Uh, just put it in song because I know there's other young men and young women out there that probably need to hear the same
0: thing. Man, did you have to tell yourself that somewhere along the way as well? W- weren't there pitfalls where you're thinking, okay, I, I got to remember that I'm, I am going somewhere here.
1: Oh there were lots of times in sports bars would I mean I if I could go back and play in bars right now I would I loved it but there were definitely times where you go what am I doing I'm I'm not even a jukebox the the a decently turned up radio could do the job I'm doing right now because everybody's watching sports anyway so you do have to remember at the end of the night when you go and count your tips I had to tell myself like okay I only made 45 dollars in tips tonight but if you look at each each whether it's a dollar bill or a five dollar bill or a 20 which would be amazing if you think about that as somebody was listening and then they got into their purse or their wallet and they took out a denomination of money they walked all the way up in front of all those people to a tip jar that is a gas can with the with the top cut out and they liked your song so much they did all of those steps and then they put that money in the tip jar so that's a moment so i know my truck doesn't run on on moments and moments don't purchase gasoline but um but that was one of the things I was able to do back then was say, this was a moment that someone had a, a good time. And it was my fault that they had a good time.
0: Well, we're talking about sort of the origins of songs. We have to go to One Night Standards. And congratulations on the huge success that song has become. I've been pulling for it for a long time. So um, when you wrote that song, tell me about the, the thoughts. And, and was it real life? Yeah,
1: aren't all things real life. Um, so Nicolette Hayford and I had already started that song. And we were trying to write a song called Airport Hotel. Um, we were just going to try to, you know, compare love to an airport hotel. And, um, we got a verse and a chorus that we mostly liked. And then I think it was like two weeks later, our first right, her first and my first right with Shane McAnally was coming up and we were both really nervous. And we said, we should take him the airport hotel thing and see if he can fix it. Cause something wasn't, something wasn't hitting right. And so we just sat it down that day and took it to Shane and he, of course, said there's nothing wrong with the song. Um, whatever we're missing, it's gonna, you know, kind of present itself, and it did. We sat there talking about, you know, we're talking about a one night stand here. We're just gonna call it airport hotel. And I said, well, there's a reason there are two beds and just one night stand in a hotel mm-hmm. because they're one night standers. And <laughs> it, Shane said standards. Did you just say standards? I said, no. He goes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's that's the thing we needed. And then after that, it was just, you know, just telling yeah. each other
0: stories. Yeah, So perfectly written. What a great song. Um, One of the lines in there is we all got secrets. So I thought I might play a little game here with you. Your secret for these things, like, for example, secret for a, uh, you know, beating a hangover.
1: Uh, if you want to beat a hangover, you're going to want You're going to get Pedialyte, but you're going to get a flavor of a fruit that doesn't exist. get Blue Raspberry. Why? I've never seen a Blue Raspberry, so they can't screw that flavor up for me. Um, That, too, Ibuprofen and uh, like a frozen burrito. Okay. Uh, How
0: about your secret for a perfect breakfast? What would that be?
1: I like lunch for breakfast. So I would like like a grilled cheese (laughs) type situation with some ham.
0: My mom used to make grilled cheeses for me often for breakfast when I was growing up so that I can completely relate. How about your secret for a good night's sleep?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, because what I was going to say is probably not um, handy. You know what? <laughs> going to bed way earlier, I found this out during quarantine, because, you know, when you're still on tour schedule, you're staying up till 2, 3 in the morning, um, and I've always functioned that way. And then during quarantine, I started going to bed at like 9, 9 p.m., yeah. and I wake up so refreshed. At like seven o'clock in the morning, I'm just like yep. Ba-da, ba-da, um, so I think yeah, secret to a good night's sleep is going to bed at nine p.m.
0: A couple more of these, especially during the quarantine time, beating boredom. A lot of people bored.
1: Um, yes, I went to Walgreens and I bought a bouncy ball, just like a regular for kids bouncy ball, and I bounce it down the hallway in my house.
0: And finally, I really
1: beat boredom. That's like my that's my litmus test for how bored I am. That's right.
0: Uh, how about handling a negative comment on social media? Sometimes these pop up and people are just trolls or whatever. But um, how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, first of all, you shouldn't read the comments. Second of all, when somebody s- spins something negative at you, it's this sounds like this sounds like I've been fed these words to say. But it's really more how they feel about themselves than how they feel about you. And so if you have to respond to it, you should respond to it in your heart with, wow, you should be a lot easier on yourself. That way, you're saying it to yourself and the person that is spouting BS at you. Yeah,
0: I told you about my golden. And speaking of beating boredom, he's helped me a lot. Has Opie been there for you?
1: He has been by my side every single second, and he loves it. (laughs) He's learned new tricks. Now, if I say I'm cold, he just runs to the couch and lays over me.
0: (laughs) I need to teach Teddy um, more new tricks. I got him all the way to, um, you know, I've got him to shake, sit. And then down, where well, he'll go in down to the floor uh, for a treat. I need to do the rollover. Have you perfected rollover yet, or what has Opie learned?
1: Opie likes to, he'll do shake what we say, who's a good boy? Raise your hand. And then he puts his paw way up in the air. And then he sits and he lays down. And when you try to get him to roll over, he just spazzes out. Like he <laughs> <you, you> cannot <laughs> grasp it. So the, the only new trick he got during quarantine is, I'm cold. And then he comes and lays over you. <laughs>
0: I've noticed all over the house because when you have a golden retriever hair gets every place and so I, I end up vacuuming at least twice a day. Any secrets to that?
1: Yeah, I keep um, one of those little rechargeable you used to call them like a dirt devil or a dust buster. Mm-hmm. I keep one of those um, in the kitchen like between the kitchen and the living room and just all throughout the day. If you're going to walk down the hallway to the restroom just go ahead and grab the vacuum and sweep up the tumbleweeds.
0: All right. Yes, the golden tumbleweeds. Um, as we wrap here you know, Garth's uh, going to pull himself out of the running for entertainer of the year. He's a big fan of yours. I know he's talked about you before. So um, what are your thoughts on that? Him not being a part of the CMA entertainer of the year category this year.
1: I just found out about that this morning as I sat down in the makeup chair. And so I haven't listened to the press conference yet. Um, I, I don't think Mr. Brooks does anything without putting a lot of thought into it and without it having a lot of strategy behind it um, and without it being right with his heart. So yeah, um, I know that, that I can look at that guy and know yeah. he sleeps well at night. So I'm going to have to look into this because I yeah. didn't get the scoop until I sat down. Yeah, I
0: think it's actually very noble because I just feel like and he said it basically, hey, I've, I've won a lot. It's time for the next generation to win this award and get the feeling of what it is to be entertainer of the year and, and take home that trophy. So it's actually very, heart- awesome. very heartfelt, I thought. Um, I know you're the queen. I didn't know this before, but I know you're the queen of cocktails, according to a friend of yours that I met. So tell me. What's your go-to cocktail right now, Ashley? What are you What are you drinking
1: well, during quarantine? I've tried to perfect the old fashioned, hmm. and because it is a drink that it has to be made, you know, a certain way, and it has to be made in a certain order. And I didn't really realize that. I'm like, I've been drinking crappy old fashions all this time. So. um uh, I got some new bitters. Jack Daniels has a new bitters line out, so I got that. And I stood there in my kitchen one afternoon, and after about five of them, <laughs> I had to call other people to come over and, and drink them and taste them because I was like, this is too many. <laughs> and it's funny
0: how the fifth one was the best one, too.
1: Right? Yeah, I was like, I think I got it right on this one. I added cherry, like, <laughs> which is not an ingredient in an old-fashioned uh, kit.
0: Well, listen, I adore you so much. Thank you for the time. We'll give lots of love to One Night Standards, and I hope it goes all the way to the top.
1: Thank you so much. Give Teddy a
0: big pat on the head for me. I will. Back at Opie too. Y'all take care. You too. See you later. Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m. 8 Central on CMT. Bye for now.